It's Zalatni. Think, think the fat guy, but with those letters instead. Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste. I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends, what have I that's lost? Facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen. So Yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yeah. He's got that good, good pointy Jafar beard. <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations. This is the Debate This Podcast. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comics, video games, and how the most exciting cinematic universe will be the Pokemon cinematic universe created by De- Detective Pikachu. Do not at me. Absolutely, goddamn lootly it will be. I didn't think that that was even <laughs> going to be a thing until you said that. I do want to talk about this a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> do not at me. Um, the world of Pokemon is one filled with a wide range of characters with a wide range of personalities. And being a game series for children, those personalities can often be boiled down and reflected in one signature Pokemon. Whether it's the main character, Ash, whose need to prove himself is mirrored in his Pikachu who refuses to evolve. Uh, The businessman with an iron will, Steven from uh, uh, Hoenn. Ruby and Sapphire. And uh, reflected in his Metagross. Wow, I can't talk today. Um, Or the cutthroat Pokemon master, Cynthia partnered with her fierce Garchomp. Your signature Pokemon has been a reflection of the trainer since the series began. I'm joined today by Todd Team Rocket Thomas, Matt Team Aqua Cole, and Andrew Team Skull Henderson, um, as well as a very special guest, Tom Team Plasma Zalatni, uh, who are here to talk about who their signature Pokemon is and what they think it says about themselves. Uh, before we begin, though, Tom, you're new to debate this. Uh, why don't you tell your listeners a little bit about yourself, what you do, your show, shows, um, all that fun stuff. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm the executive producer of the Upford Network, which is Montreal's fastest growing podcast network. I also host and produce uh, the Upford Discussion podcast, which is the emotionally honest comedy podcast, uh, as well as Blasting Off Again, which is a Pokemon watch through podcast. And uh, they're calling again. A Fraser watch through podcast, uh, which I didn't realize at first that both of those ended with again until someone pointed it out to me, and now I'm two of the three of those hit our target audience very well. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a growing list of Fraser fans. Um, they, yeah. I'm sure they have some sort of name. There will yeah. be after today. Fraser Nation, tell us what up. <laughs> uh, and for all of you, just to, uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, Blasting Off Again is very good. I yeah. highly recommend it. It's been Thank really you. fun to just listen and uh, just just get back into it. It's been so long since I saw those old episodes. <laughs> they're, they're so good, bad. Oh, yeah. That's that's the best way to put it. It's mm-hmm. like there's 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 a fun quality to them, but also it's terrible 90s cartoons. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> what more could you want in life? I'm a little behind on uh, blasting off again. Have you cried about Butterfree yet? Not yet. That's coming up. All oh. right. I look we have to cry to about Charmander it. first. Yeah, that one, yeah. that one, that one hurts. That one hit hard. <laughs> All right, so um, we're gonna get started, guys. Just tell me which non-starter, non-legendary Pokemon you have chosen today to represent you in the battlefield as your signature Pokemon. And what do you hope it says about you as a trainer? Todd, kick us off. So I want to start by saying I appreciate you making me Team Rocket because out of the other things you said, that was the only one I recognized. I am definitely the underdog in this fight, and I think I'll only make that worse for myself as I go, but I at least appreciate knowing Team Rocket. So I only played the first generation of the Pokemons, so... That's basically the limit to my functional Pokemon knowledge. Uh, I assume that anything and everything outside of the original 151 is optional DLC. So you can at me, nerds. It doesn't matter. So you're just battle passes. You just subscribe yeah. as you go. Please bury Todd in, in when you When you bought Red or Blue, everything after it was just DLC that you paid for to continue the game. 
I played a great game and then I was done. I am going to spend a lot of time today talking about how Todd is wrong, but this time he might be onto something. <laughs> there's, there's, I a, mean, there's a little hint of truth in there. But like, if you're looking at it that way, isn't every sequel to a game just paid DLC? Yeah. This yeah. is a big philosophical topic we don't this need is, to get this into is, right This now. is like, is a taco a sandwich kind of on conversation <laughs> yeah. we do not need to have on this podcast. Well, everyone knows everything after Halo 1 and 2 and 3 only got better and better and better. So yeah. Yeah, and the only real Bible is the Old Testament. yep there it is there's your hot take um so so okay so so if you take that functional knowledge of pokemon and put it through the lens of me being the youngest in my family and that's going to leave you with one very obvious starting pokemon um coming to you as the king of the hand-me-downs and never getting your first choice the afterthought of all pokemon my starter of choice is the king of the ocean the real swim shady 129 magikarp And so, oh, it's going to get way worse before it gets better. Um, So, okay. So at eight years old, some of the things Todd loved as much as Pop-Tarts and Super Nintendo was simple magic tricks and his pet goldfish. So the choice makes sense now. What does it say about me as a trainer? It says, oh, you didn't just sleep in and show up late to choose your Pokemon on Pokemon Selection Day. But you got sidetracked and had to win your Pokemon at the county fair by throwing ping pong balls in a bucket. So good luck out there. And hopefully you fight near puddles and ponds, I guess. So today I will be arguing that that Magikarp was the perfect reflection of eight year old Todd and everything that he is and was to become. And will be. Uh, there is an excellent <laughs> webcomic out there um, about a guy who shows up late on Pokemon Selection Day and gets stuck with a Magikarp he names Mr. Fish. I ha- will tell you that I knew nothing about that when I painted this picture for I, you today. I will find all of the ser- all of those in the series and we'll find a way to get them in our show notes because it was one of my favorites for a while. Um, great. Uh, Matt. Tell us about your signature Pokemon. Yeah, see, I'd, I'd love to, Kyle. Um, you know, Sandslash has always been one of my all-time favorite Pokemon. Now, you fast forward to the Alolaning and take a bunch of the Pokemon we all know and love, and they gave them mustaches and stretched their necks to, like, 8,000 fucking <laughs> miles high. One Pokemon, however, got the raddest abominable snowman treatment of all time, Meat my boy, Alone in Sandslash. A completely unique type combination of ice and steel. He is the worst enemy of kids on the playground being double dog dared to lick a pole in December. A stab from its back spines can cause severe frostbite. And according to the Pokedex, it can climb right up an iceberg without slipping, which some might say is pretty cool. Is that a purposeful pun? Was that meant I to know happen? Who, who proved that? Who, like... Like who watched? Yeah, like <laughs> look at <laughs> look at him slip go once. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, uh, he's got all the adorableness of a pangolin and a snow fox. A uh, snow f- <laughs> fuck a pangolin <laughs> and a snow fox. <laughs> but he also has punk rock liberty spikes. So you know, hell yeah. Much like Alolan Sandshrew, I prefer ice cold temperatures and spiky things. Also, originally, Sandslash was going to be called Sandstorm, and I don't need to make an electronic dance music reference to tell you how rad that is. Oh, but you could. Oh, man. And I'm you, glad did, you did, actually. I you did. did. I did. I he, did. It was it's a, in there. a hashtag oh. humble brag about Darude's Sandstorm, the best song of the 2000s. I need that animated gif of Sandslash dancing to Sandstorm. Like, I want that. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a long... A set of footnotes for our, for our <laughs> listeners this time around. Um, I love it. I love it. I love Sand Slash. Andrew, go ahead. So I'm going to talk about one of my personal favorites. Uh, one of my new, one of the newer. So this is not going to be drawn from the original 151, but rather from uh, Gen 6 X and Y era. I take issue with what you said already because you just you you made it seem like I'm from the original 151, and I'm not. I'm from I, Sun and okay. Moon. You're, I see 151. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to talk about Gudra, who is the dumpiest of the dumpy dragons. For, for those who look at Dragonite and say, why is that dragon so powerful yet so dumpy? Well, look no further than to Gudra the Snot Dragon, the dumpiest and the greasiest dragon <laughs> to ever hit the Pokemon series. That's gross. Who asked for that? 
The answer is nobody. <laughs> this is An- this is Andrew's time. The answer is it was That's it fair. was uh, eleven fifty nine p.m. the day before X and Y came out. And they're like, shit, we need a dragon. Uh, and then somebody blew their nose in a napkin, and they were like, there it is. So if we're if we're gonna be if we're gonna really answer this question for Todd, it is based on a mythical Japanese creature that lives in swamps and. It's gooey because swamps, and it's a dragon because mythical. And so all of that dragon. translates to a dragon that needs a neti pot. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go on, Andrew. There now he might just look like a normal snot dragon, but but fellows, there is some power behind all that snot that he's vomiting out because Gross, Gudra, disgusting. <laughs> just just do an image search, my dudes. And uh, rather Andrew's not. trying to win by default by uh, getting Todd and. Todd and Matt to hang up. What I love about Gudra is that he can take a hit and dish it back in spades. Like many Pokemon, his his Pokedex entries are are varied and weird. Um, my personal favorite is Gudra quote gets picked on because it's meek, but then whoever teased it gets to feel the full force of its horns and a good swatting from its thick tail. T H I C C tail. Okay, <laughs> I think that's in the sequel to the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> One of one of the sequels. I don't care how hip Pokemon is trying to be. I don't think the Pokedex put thick with two C's. I'm going to call it out in, right there. In the new greasy Bible. That's that's uh, the third <laughs> passage. Um, my favorite thing about Gudra is that his uh, base special defense is like super super high. That's his best stat. His best stat. So basically, he's whenever you want to tank like a like an elemental like a like a char a Charizard or something like that. Something that has like a lot of like special attack power. Whip out Gudra. He uses um, he's a dragon type, so because so he's uh, he takes half damage for fire, water, electric, grass, and he can learn basically all of those different elemental attacks. So he can cover the a lot of ground uh, and get different weaknesses. Um, so Gudra's Gudra is honestly one of my personal favorites. I, like I said, I had him all through X and Y, and he's been um, a, like he was like the front of my team for for that entire game. And then when I did um, Alpha. What is it? Alpha Sapphire or Omega Ruby? Yeah. He was right there, too. I love Gudra. He's gross. I want to just throw out the other names for the, in its evolutionary line because mm-hmm. it's a newer one and not everyone knows it. And the names are so great because it evolves from Sligu, mm. who evolves from Gumi, which is just Gumi to Sligu, Sligu to Gudra is just a fantastic Yeah series of names it's it's goo based it's just it's, it's just a oh. muck dragon <laughs> yeah it's a it's, muck it's, dragon you're yeah. exactly right it's a slimy boy <laughs> he's a slimy boy so i think i've made statements before about how ridiculous some pokemon are and in the research for this i was like let's see what some of the other generations had there is an ice cream cone pokemon vanilla do not come for my into, ice cream cone and it, do not come for him <laughs> i'm just saying it evolves into more and there's ice a seal cream. named seal in the first one it's yeah. it's fine some of them were phoned in there's a pair of keys in a garbage bag. I love the garbage bag. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> I've learned to love Trubbish. I don't know much about Trubbish, but I, I've referenced Trubbish on three different episodes of two different <laughs> <Sure> podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so that rounds out the, the debate this gang. Uh, Tom, who did you select as your signature Pokemon, and what do you think it says about you? So Todd started out by saying that he's glad that you chose him as Team Rocket. In, in the intros, uh, I'd like to say that I'm kind of pissed that you chose Team Plasma for me because that's the only generation of Pokemon games I didn't play. I don't know anything about them. I don't know what they stand the for. The most forgettable villains See, ever. I gave you Team Plasma because Team Plasma was like, one of, like, except for Team Rocket, the only like enemy team with like a good strategy and a good... like. <laughs> what, what was, their, uh, what was their whole thing? They wanted to free pokemon from like the the bonds of slavery so they were kind of a pokemon oh. pita oh. but oh, uh, i hate it well they, they have only a good reputation it. in society so that's and fine. and then it had a whole <laughs> it had a really good like conflict where like the the head of team plasma was like, very like very much bought into his ideology and believed it and everyone mm. under him was like using him as a political puppet to push like their bad agenda so like it was actually a really good story for once in a pokemon game in gen 5 but uh 
Okay, I'm, I'm less mad about it. I'm now. sorry you missed it and don't get the <laughs> reference. So, well, that's okay. Uh, anyway, I I just wanted to put that out there because like, man, I, I could have been Team Magma. I like Team Magma. <laughs> All they want is less water. It's fine. Well, Matt Matt only got Team Aqua because he wears bandanas. So <laughs> I had no idea that that was a thing. I, the criteria was was notably flimsy. Imagine Team Rocket, except they're all pirates, and and you've got Team Aqua. Relatively. Hell yeah, I'm so much more fucking in. I thought they were like a synchronized <laughs> swimming team. Nope. Let's go, pirates. They do that too. Anyway, uh, back to, to the question at hand. Uh, I have been Team Elekid since day one. Uh, since Gen 1, Electabuzz has been one of my favorites, and when they released a smaller, cuter version of it, I was all in. Elekid's a cute baby who swings his arms around recklessly and likes to play with light sockets, making him the realist baby. Uh, <laughs> Elekid... <laughs> Uh, Elekid, of course, evolves into Electabuzz, who, in the TV show, has a dang baseball team named after him. And baseball is my favorite sport, so therefore, Electabuzz is my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> there it is. Uh, when he evolves again in, I think, the fourth generation mm-hmm. they released Electivire, mm-hmm. uh, his Ultra Moon Dex entry says he can provide enough electricity for all the buildings in a big city for a year. Uh, which makes him a potentially utilitarian choice as well, because you could use him as a power generator. So, all right, <laughs> so, yeah, you know. and slaver. Yeah. That's what that <laughs> yeah. is. It's good. As a Pokemon trainer, I think it's important to have partners that have skills outside of battle. And what better skill than being a backup generator or an alternate power source? It's 2019, guys. We need green, sustainable energy. Hell I also yeah. think that choosing a Pokemon whose final form is only accessible via trade shows that I am a trusting person who's willing to take risks because you never know when someone's going to screw you over and keep the evolved pokemon you just traded for in summary babies baseball battlestar galactica (laughs) (laughs) i love it i also like what you said tom but i gotta i gotta tell you so here in america we we believe we believe in good clean coal wholesome wholesome coal not not black lung creating coal. It comes from the ground, so you know yeah. it's. You and know the it's ground comes awesome. from Jesus, Tom. Is that what you're trying to take from us? <laughs> I also want to say, as I was reading in the show notes here, um, I, I think that you you might have omitted a small comma because I read its final form is only accessible via trade shows, thinking that <laughs> you needed to go to, go to a to special con. Pokemon show to get it from the breeder. No, so Tom, your your point actually that hits home really hard cuz uh I have about the training because I have a shiny Machro- machoke that I've been sitting on for 8 years <laughs> that I, <laughs> that I cannot trade because I don't trust anyone to not give it back. You don't trust any of these guys. And rightfully so, I would absolutely keep that if you, if we yeah. uh, set that up. So, you may I right don't know choice. what it what it actually means, um but I would I value it over our friendship. Exactly. Fair enough. All right. So, we've got um Todd with his um avatar of 8-year-old sad Todd. We've got <laughs> Matt with his representation of of punk rock and metal. Um, it's it's quite punk rock literally. and a walk-in freezer. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> um, we've got the snot dragon, and we've got good, clean Canadian energy. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to our next question, um, which part of having a signature Pokemon is, of course, the tragic backstory or big obstacle you both overcame together and made you bond for life um, and become partners. What is you and your Pokemon's tragic anime backstory, and how did you become best friends? Todd. Yeah, so I kind of already painted the picture of, you know, showing up late on Pokemon Selection Day. Like, I, I, my, I couldn't make my toaster strudel fast enough. Like, I couldn't find my socks. Like, it was a whole, a whole thing. And I, I showed up late, and I, you know, I had to stop at a local county fair to get my... Pick my, up your backpack, and all your, and all your papers fly out. I picked it up upside down, and then as I picked them up, like, it started raining, and wind was blowing, and it was just a bad day. But, you know, so having kind of laid that groundwork... Um, looking at my soldier koi Magikarp, Ugh. it's fuck you. I hate you. <laughs> it's, Todd, Todd, it's, Todd automatically loses. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna dig that hole deeper. It's it's a Pokemon that no one wants, and and you know, trainer Todd, being a child of divorce, gets that on a deep level. You know, Magikarp, it's it's not the flashiest. It's not exciting. It's it's not getting asked to the Sadie Hawkins dance. It's not 
good at keeping its patchy sideburns groomed and maybe you know maybe it wears too many hawaiian shirts who's to say <laughs> trainer <laughs> trainer todd sees sees a lot of himself in that weird floppy fish boy and as trainer todd and al carpone grow together they uh, <laughs> I'm not done. They they learn to use one another for support. So Trainer Todd uses Magikarp as a friend, as a confidant, uh, and someone to listen to his pointless junior high issues. And Magikarp relies on Trainer Todd to feed him and to throw bottles of water on him during battles in hopes that that makes a difference. Uh, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship of weirdos that I think speaks to each and every one of us in some way. Staying true to the source material, Magikarp and Trainer Todd both have their renaissance when they hit level 20 and evolve, both of them. Todd's body adapts to the natural form of his calf muscles and becomes a more fit human, while Magikarp becomes a flying dragon snake straight from your nightmares. Both experience the ultimate glow up and start posting a lot more selfies and fitness videos on their social media account. And I think that's a pretty good tragic story, beginning, middle, and end. You're welcome. I think there is... Before we okay. go on, there's a lot to unpack more, here. How many more fish puns do you have? Because um, well, I'll, we're gonna need I'll you it, to cool on that. I'll, I'll put it like this: I had a tab open and I have closed it, so we okay. may be done. So I want to put a pin. I want to put a quick pin in Todd's crippling daddy issues because we've been there. I don't think we need to go back there. <laughs> I'm sure I won't bring him up ever again. It's fine. How awful. Would Gyarados's Instagram feed actually be? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Gyarados, Gyarados is that guy that carries around the jug, the gallon jug of water yep. at the gym. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Gyarados looks looks he looks like a grunt. I think your answer to that, Andrew, is how much do you hate Todd's Instagram feed? <laughs> because I, mean, I imagine fair. Gyarados's handle to be like xx Gyarados CrossFit xx. <laughs> <laughs> It, it would be like gear gear bros. Can we put bro in the word uh, Gyarados somewhere? No, we can't. And we're if moving on because yeah. I hate you this. Can, Todd. <laughs> I think that would be the gym that he trains in is the gear bros mm. gym. Yeah. Ugh, that uh, it's disgusting. All right, Matt, save us question mark. <laughs> yeah. From Todd. Um, yeah. You asked for a tragic backstory and I actually like have a tragic backstory, not I won a goldfish at the state fair and it died in a week, but I still consider it my imaginary friend and made an Instagram for that's it. That's pretty tragic, okay. to be fair. Okay, it was, yeah, that's to be really fair, sad. extra layer of tragedy. It was a county fair, Matt. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, so, <laughs> listen, uh, I, I went out on a climbing expedition in Squamish, uh, and, and my team and I hit some shady conditions halfway up a big multi-pitch, and we decided to bail out. And I'm using climbing words because I know for a fact all of you watched Free Solo this week. So sure did. You, I didn't. Yep. I don't know any oh. of this. I have no this idea. It's all going is. over my head. Squamish okay. is a place in the other half of Canada from where Tom is from. Multi-pitch means there's more than one pitch. Real quick. Shady yeah, conditions. Let me, yeah, let me just, I want to translate a couple things real quick. Free Solo is a documentary on Hulu. It's very good, but it's also very awful. Don Wall is a documentary on Netflix, which is also very good, but very hard to watch, both about climbing. You should watch. I've watched both of them in the last 48 hours. You all should do the same. Free Solo did win uh, Best uh, Documentary this year at the Oscars as well. But it that's did. not what we're talking about today. Go on, Matt. Okay, so anyway, halfway up this multi-pitch route, uh, we decided to bail out because the weather got shitty. Unfortunately, I was the last to wrap down. It got too dark to come down. Uh, but I managed to find a small cave in the face that I could tuck into and get through the weather in the night. I wriggled my way into the crack and was shocked when it felt so much colder inside than outside. When I flipped on my headlamp, much to my surprise, I found a little baby alone in sh a shit, a lowland sand slash. He was all alone and scared and definitely not native to the area. Uh, I had read a guidebook and there were reports of sand slash families on Kodiak Island, but some had been found adrift in the Pacific on sheets of ice that had splintered off the glaciers in the bay because fucking global warming saved the ice. <laughs> Fuck global warming. Fake news. Uh, it seemed like this little guy had ridden an iceberg the whole way down to Vancouver and did the only thing it knew. It climbed up. I gave him some of the cliff bar I had with me because he looked starving and miraculously he bonded with me, we switched places, and he used his back to stop the wind from sweeping into the cave and freezing me to death. 
in the morning. He climbed down the face with me, and he's been by my side ever since. That is a fucking Grammy-nominated, Oscar-winning, epic intro scene to a movie. I know it's great. You can thank me later. I don't know if you know what the Grammys or the Oscars are. (laughs) Uh, I do, and I used them both. Um, But it is a good tragic backstory. Uh, uh, We'll we'll decide later if it's better than Todd Todd's glow up um, glow up blow up. But uh, Andrew, tell us your and Gumi's tragic backstory. Um, I'm gonna give Matt his soapbox back. Sorry, bud, you left that here. (laughs) Um, Thanks. Don't don't worry, Andrew. Andrew and his snot themed Pokemon aren't gonna be able to take yeah. it from you anyway. I'm sure Andrew certainly won't stand on a soapbox and yell for a little while. <laughs> I have no legs to stand on. Um, I've got great legs to stand on. Yep. If they, I hate you get so out much. of here, Todd. Todd's calves have their own Instagram. Uh, if there was one Pokemon who a is the opposite of XX Gyarados, XX CrossFit, <laughs> uh, but but who also embodies wearing a sweaty Naruto headband and running through the band room with their arms straight behind them, it's Gudra the Snot Dragon. <laughs> he's he's smelly, he's greasy, he's weird colors, but damn it, he means well. That's really where we're going. He when loves we find too our, hard. He loves too hard. He cares too much. He just. He just can't figure out, figure his way out in this, in this cold, cruel world. And that's where we find our hero character, slurping his cold cup noodles in the darkness of an unkempt bedroom, accompanied by only the comforting electric blue of his computer monitor. Our hero is watching their favorite anime bootleg sub, because obviously subs over dubs. And just when the main character is about to wind up for that final villain-killing blow, the feed suddenly glitches out and stops. An internet outage. The our hero tells himself they'll just go to sleep. Things should be back the, online. The, in the biggest morning. Tra- tragedy for a teenaged weeb. That's uh, fair. Worst, <laughs> and and uh, our hero trainer, we'll call him trainer trainer Andrew for the just for the sake of the argument. Um, wakes up the next day, assuming that he'll have the internet back. But lo and behold, that would be the last time our hero would ever be able to access the digital world he loved so much. <laughs> That's right. We, are, we have found ourselves in an internet apocalypse because, of course, we have. So this leaves trainer Andrew to navigate the cold, scary world of outside. Oh, does, that, wait, does that mean you have to journey to California way and find some internet? <laughs> I've seen this episode of South Park, damn it. <laughs> he's, met, he's met with all kinds of adversity. Sun, heat, cold, rain, How many spooky mud. ghosts? Other social people. interaction <laughs> social interaction and well that's and that's of and worst of all other people uh <laughs> having not been skilled in social interaction he gave it the best effort he could he's what you would call a hugger but like Ooh. one of those people at a con who's like just kind of hugging people because they think that's how they're supposed to react but like stop hugging me please stop hugging me that's weird to do in a social situation you know that kind of thing it's oh, like no. And you can't yell at them because you know that they're just trying, but like it's just uh, don't do that. That's what we're talking about. Hey, uh, hey, Andrew. Hey, Todd. I uh, I get that like layers of this trainer may or may not be you. Um, <laughs> did, I, did I say that was me? I, That's weird. And I've and I've gotten to know you a bit over the last decade plus, but I, I was was hugging strangers a thing you did to get through the awkwardness? Because man. He hugged me at PodCon. That was, <laughs> it was slimy. That was, that was one time, and Those you said it was time. okay. <laughs> I, he, he said it was okay after it happened, because what else do you say? Yeah. It's either that's okay or that's assault. I wasn't, I wasn't even that sweaty. You know, don't answer the question. So it's better to left let's not just, answered. Well, let's Tom, did he, did he have a button-up T-shirt with flames on it when he hugged you? This is important. I, you know, it was it was that, but he had the the big orange jacket on over oh, it as well. Of course oh, he did. Damn it. Well, you got to cage in that heat. <laughs> it's like a greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, save All that, right. save that stank for later. So Let's, anyway, uh, um, oh, you're, you're not done. Sorry. Well, so let me talk about how I met Please, Kumi. Please, we, be? we haven't introduced my Pokemon yet. Oh, so wait, you're still part. talking about you. Yeah, so so our hero, who may or may not be trainer me, uh, giving up the idea they would ever make it in this in this world rife without internet, uh, until one day they came across a little ball of slime huddled under a rock. Uh, this little ball of snot was crying softly to itself, not unlike the Charmander episode. Uh, 
Um, no one, no one passing by seemed to notice it until Trainer Andrew. And the two outcasts bonded and shared the first of many incredibly disgusting snot-covered hugs. And as their relationship grew, so did Gumi's abilities. Uh, Gumi evolved into the slug-ish sligu, and after that, the fully formed Udra. And uh, to celebrate, they shared the first of many gross, greasy slime embraces. I like to think that, like, Trainer Andrew just kind of gets, like, sucked into, like, all the, like, that grease, like, slimy, <laughs> goopy grease chest that, uh, that he's got going on. Um, Gudra's, like, also, like, very curvy. Like, he's, like, kind of chunky yeah, looking. He like, he's definitely shapes. Thick, thick with two Cs. Thick with two Cs. So that's, uh, that's Gudra. All right. I've got a question. Please. Which, I have uh, many questions. <laughs> which of the two is slimier? <laughs> Andrew or Gudra, you mean? The answer to that question is it depends. Next question. <laughs> I thought the answer was just going to be yes. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> All right. Tom, bring us, bring us out of the uh, tragic backstories with yours and Ella kids. All right. So uh, I grew up without a father. And my mom was fine at best. Uh, because of this, I've always felt a deep longing for a sense of family and a deeper desire to take care of and nurture others. Over time, I've been stepped on and taken advantage of, but that was all about to change. One, one day, you know, young trainer Tom is out going for a walk and he sees a small, dirty Pokemon plugged into a wall, draining power from a building and it's Elekid, and he's he's just a small, abandoned, electric-type Pokemon hanging out outside of a building. And I said, you know what? There's a better life for you. Come come with me. We can we can grow together. Uh, and now it thrives under my care, and it's teaching me a lot about myself as well. Uh, it's a bit reckless, and it can be hot-headed, and that's teaching me a lot about patience and gentleness. It's my Pokemon partner, but in a lot of ways, Elekid is also my sweet, strong son. Nice. Trainer dad. I just imagine Tom stumbling onto this elect kid and being like, I can show you the world. <laughs> I, I kind of liken it more to Hugh Jackman, you know, taking baby cassette from, from the Tenardias in the forest. I 100% thought Tom. you were going with Logan taking the yeah. little Wolverine on a ride. Or no, I thought you were going to go with, with Hugh Jackman taking the boy and his boxing robot. All of the above. <laughs> Hugh Jackman really does rescue small children yeah. a lot and then <laughs> Why die is he at the end of movies. These children? Well, it's his he, brand. He, rescue, he rescues small children then introduces them to horror worlds. So <laughs> Hugh Jackman debate this is favorite father figure. <laughs> All right. Um I that was it was that was good. A short, sweet to the point backstory. Something mm -hmm. the three uh regular debate this uh members have <laughs> seemingly forgotten i think tom has introduced the pokemon series first dad like responsible Oof. dad like not absent dad yeah i think you're right i mean it's weird because because professor oak is gary's grandfather so presumably professor oak was a present father figure except he can't point. remember his grandson's name well you know <laughs> everyone has their flaws or the, the gender they <laughs> identify as for that matter <laughs> <laughs> yeah continuing the role play um you, you and the other three trainers here today have all set out on your Pokemon journey at the same time. Uh, you're all pretty friendly to each other, except there's that, that one other trainer who just always seems to be butting heads with you. Um, they always seem to be one step ahead of you. You're so alike, but so different at the same time. Um, so based on the Pokemon they've chose and their, their tragic backstory, which of the other debaters today would be your rival and why Todd. Yeah, I think I'm going to, I'm going to call this shot and take it. Uh, so there can only be one tragic backstory that is tied to absent fathers and leads to redemption <laughs> by showing paternal love to their Pokemon. And that's Todd and his floppy scale child. If there is a parent child throwdown between Tom and I, a Bruin, my Pokemon's dad can beat up your Pokemon's dad, Tom. And that's just the way this is going to be today. We get it. You do CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> what what since this is an audio podcast the the listeners can't see me flexing while i was doing this now i showed up late today to the call tom did todd did todd invite you to his crossfit gym because we told him not to 
We asked you know? him really nicely to to, to leave. We you have alone a local airport. That. You could fly in and be be in and out and back to you know the Great White North by like noon. It's true. It, it it's not a long flight from here to Ohio. I like that he didn't answer your question, though, Kyle. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that for me. I'm trying not to incriminate you. <laughs> you're you're very kind. All right, uh, Matt, who's your rival? Yeah. So you know, originally I I wasn't really sure. I'm I'm not one to just pick fights and. And since T2 was fighting each other, I, I thought that maybe I would just kind of roll solo and, and not really have a rival. And then this fucking weird weeb kid kept hugging me. <laughs> <laughs> and as you might imagine, when your pet and best friend is a spiky ice monster, you're not so hmm. into the touchy thing. But I've had to shower three times today because every time Andrew and his slobber monster come around, everything gets gross and grimy and I, I hate it. And he just, just fucking touches me all the time. It's, it's weird. It's really weird. And I, I, I've, I've told him to stop. And he just keeps, it's like every time he sees me, he's like, bring it in, man. And I'm like, no, stay away, man. It's okay. We can, we can fist bump from across the room. It's like, like, you know, I'll, I'll raise my fist and you raise your you fist. The, and in the our like brains, Howie, we'll, the Howie we'll, Mandel, like arm mm-hmm. bump. Yeah. So you don't share germs. Exactly. It's like. You know, have you ever you, you see somebody across the room and you, you give them the head nod and the hand wave, but you don't you don't ever actually interact? That's how I like my friends. And Andrew <laughs> bursted right through that bubble, and now I hate him. Well, and you know what's gonna make this? It's gonna make it ten times worse. You said because your you know Pokemon is an ice Pokemon. Every time that 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 Gudra is that its name? Gudra. Every time Gudra comes in for that hug too, it's now frozen snot. Yeah. That is, and it's and it's even it's frozen someone else's snot. Well, and like you know, we were talking about the the whole kid licking a a pole in December thing. Um. So I think there's this misconception that Alolan sand slashes spikes are all icicles they're not they're steel spikes that have an ice casing so if you hit us on like a warm summer day he's still pretty chilled out and now fucking andrew's pokemon is stuck to my pokemon and it's weird and there's we got a melt snot and it's gross and i hate it and i hate it and it's gross my favorite thing about this answer (laughs) is that i'm pretty sure that makes you like the gary oak in the relationship and Andrew is Ash in, in, like, this pairing. Like, you're the kind of mean rival to Andrew's, like, sad, pathetic backstory. I just don't understand why <laughs> I try so hard, Matt. I just, I try so hard. I even, I watched that one episode of Entourage, and now I say, L- let's hug it out, bitch, every time I meet him. <laughs> I, so, what to be pull. fair, wait, to be fair to what Kyle said... So, you know, one being the Gary, one being the Ash. If we're pretending here, Gary Oak probably thinks he is the Ash of his story. Like, no Gary Oak thinks that they're the Gary Oak. I'm pretty sure Gary oh, Oak knows sure. he's Gary Oak. <laughs> no, nah, he sucks that bad. He has cheerleaders. Fair. Like, he has a squad of cheerleaders following and yelling his name. Like, he knows what the Yeah, up. he's a classic narcissist. He's, he's driving around Kanto <laughs> in a car. Like... I hate the fact that I've been turned into the bully here. I'm just I tried saying, for you. I am, I am an icy introvert who likes to hang out in my own corner. And and this weirdy's touching me, and I don't like it. It's I weird. just want to share my the things that I like with you, like my weird Generation <laughs> One bootleg copy of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Why can't you just sit down and watch the subs of Neon Genesis Evangelion without the subtitles? Because obviously, you've also learned japanese i feel oh, like i was I'm just trailing. gonna say it because dubs are better than subs thank Andrew. you i would go with that dubs too. are Agreed. better than subs uh-huh. i have two things in character i'm really offended out of character i'm so proud of you matt <laughs> <laughs> um andrew after that kind of thrashing for matt um who who is your how do you rival? respond to that i think so I was, I'm kind of torn here because I think Matt definitely doesn't like me. You'd be right. You, only one way to find what, out. I think what, what also, tipped you off? <laughs> it was the, maybe it was the, t- the part when he said he doesn't like me. I think that's probably going to make me try harder because I probably don't pick up on that right away. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, well, he just, he just, he just wants, he just needs me to lead the way. Like if I just show him you know, like, I'm a good person, he'll, he'll eventually, like, 
he'll eventually Matt, connect. Matt hasn't learned the power of friendship yet, yeah. and I want to yeah. teach it to him. That's the thing. Like, all we just need to play Kingdom Hearts together, and then we'll understand. But I think, like, my initial reaction to this is I probably, like, I probably saw the Instagram feed for XX Gyarados Gym, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is what I have to be. Like, like, I, like Matt's my enemy, but Todd is my rival. Like, that's who I want. That is the person, like, I want to be like him because I think, like, oh, man, like, that is, the per- that is, like, perfect. Like, if I could just be posting on Instagram about my calves, like, oh, man. <laughs> my, my rock-hard calves. Yeah. And my CrossFit workouts. I think, like, I'm going to try to, like, like, if anyone's seen uh, My Hero Academia, like, um, there's the main, char- the main character, Deku, is like always trying to be friends with the the resident sociopath Bakugo, and he's every time that he's like he just wants to hug him closer, and every time he's like I'm just I'm gonna kill you, nerd. Like that is my and Matt's relationship, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it is like that in real life because I just reference my hero Academia, and no one and, cool. and none of us got yeah. the pull. Mm-hmm. So yep. Yeah. So I am the Gudra in this in this team. <laughs> it really does say something about our relationship that I got the Entourage reference and not the My Hero Academia <laughs> reference. Yeah. Do I know you or do I know you? You know me. Yep. So yeah. So long story short, my rival is going to be not just Todd, but Todd's Gyarados CrossFit <laughs> workout gym. I feel like Gyarados Jim is the gym trainer that no one asked for. Like, like, what's what's your name? I'm Jim. What's your what's like what's what's your nickname? Gyarados Jim. Why did they call you Gyarados Jim? Because I got a Gyarados. Yeah. Like that's that is all the dimensions. Yeah. Start and end of Gyarados Jim's uh, yep. depth as a character. Um, Tom, uh, bring yeah. us home. Who is your rival from the other three options you have today? Definitely Todd. Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Look, Todd, how do you feel being two different people's rival? Today? You know, they they hate me because they ain't me. Damn, that's a good answer. Here's the thing, Todd. I love you, but frankly, I think you're kind of stepping on my turf a little bit. Like, you think you're allowed to have my first name as your last name? No, thank you. That's <laughs> reverse flash bullshit, and I'm not here for it. Um, also, <laughs> I went to the trouble of looking up uh, XX Gyarados on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to and XX Gyarados. Porn. I have sent it to you uh, in, the, in the show notes here uh, for you guys to take a look at this with me because it's a real experience and I think that anybody who forces me to think about this uh, is just, you know, definitely the bad guy in my narrative. So, no, yeah. it's, it's fair. That's, it's really, it's Terrible. Oh wow, he's right. It's Oof. an experience. Oh my. Oh, I'm afraid. What did I just? It's loading. What? What am I bringing onto my computer? Into like a spiral of darkness that I'm not really sure what this person's life is, but oh no, it, they've got a MacBook. It's it's because so, they're, they're taking MacBook photo. But there's like there's something poetic about it. Like it's like a haiku. There's very little information, but it says a lot in just five posts. I'm looking at those five photos trying to solve a murder is what I'm doing. <laughs> his, his most recent photo is a photo of a knee that seems to be stitched up from some kind of wound. Yeah. And I can only assume, I can only assume that he sustained that injury doing one of the other things in the previous photos. <laughs> logic would, logic would di- dictate, um, XX Gyarados, if you are out there listening to debate this for any reason, um, please add us. And I mean, I'll I'll tag him in the, the Instagram post. Don't think I won't. Yeah, well, <laughs> and everyone listening, if you could go to XX Gyarados' Instagram page and just drop a hashtag Nation on any <laughs> and or all of his posts. All right, there's your homework. I'm doing it as we speak. <laughs> all right, um, we are going to... Poor guy. We are going to take a short break um, for, for some... Some promotional material. I don't know how to say that yet because uh, it's a new thing. But we're going to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, we will. I will uh, give our our debaters a our super secret bonus question for the week, and uh, we'll decide a winner. Are you tired of the domestic discussions of the more pedestrian podcasts? Looking for a more enlightened way to talk about video games? Then look no further than Left Trigger, Right Trigger, the video game book club, where four hosts discuss the more sophisticated issues in games. Topics include... 
Legends body parts. Zelda. The Division. Hyperlight Tokyo Drifter. Good vibes. Time Machine. Doing the cab. Uh, biscuit faces. Being terrible. Muzapan sex dance. The faces are terrible. When the mouse is away, or when the cat's a mouse. I can't tell white people apart. My body is going to dissolve. I'm playing wine. The Gashapon is just a womb. Man, this game's got hot orcs. <clears throat> Left trigger, right trigger. Your video game book club. Wow, that was what? really disappointing. All right, welcome back. We're we're here with the the three regular debaters and Tom, um, and it's it is time for our super secret bonus question. Um, I'm gonna keep it really short and sweet today, guys. Um, we've we've talked about our signature Pokemon. Tell me what your signature Pokemon's signature move is um uh, you can go as in detail give me as much backstory as you want obviously more backstory is gonna uh, help your chances of winning today but um what's your signature pokemon's move um do you have a weird catchphrase you say when you tell it to when you use it go all out todd yeah so um i'm definitely at a disadvantage having only played one generation of pokemon but i i threw it back and so for me and Magikarp and Gyarados, I guess, it is going to be Hydro Pump. And that works on a couple of levels. Um, so the description is, a target is blasted by a huge volume of water launched under great pressure. Much like how 8th grade Todd had to learn how to survive at the local pool, which for him was a very high-pressure social situation involving water. <laughs> so I think that kind of resonates pretty well. Also, Hydro Pump is what I write under my Instagram selfies. Also, it's what I yell at the gym. Oh, man. Magikarp can't learn Hydro Pump. Okay, well, Gyarados does, Tom. <laughs> this is this is glow up, glow up, blow up, Todd. Tom, Tom, we need to we need to remind Todd that he's in a safe place and he's with friends <laughs> and we're not going to talk about his obvious childhood trauma at all. I'm going to introduce the the Pokemon version of steroids, which is Gyaradosite, and I'm going to make a Mega Gyarados because that was necessary. You're just saying Pokemon things now. <laughs> I I have three tabs open on Bubblepedia. He's proving that he knows stuff. <laughs> Todd's knowledge is infinite. Um, let's let's save Todd from digging his hole even deeper and go to Matt. Matt, what is Alolan Sl Sandshrews Sandslash's signature oh boy. move? Let me tell you about the majesty that is Gyro Ball, which also sounds like an awesome <laughs> sport that Andrew and his friends made up in the seventh grade. Gyro ball is. Are you, are you sure it's not gyro ball and it's just a delicious Greek sandwich? Ooh, uh, man. Nice. No, it is. It is most certainly gyro ball. And gyro ball is when a Pokemon rolls up into a ball and just flies at things. It's awesome. It's great. And it does more damage the slower the Pokemon user is compared to the target. And my boy, alone in Sandslash only has a 65 on the speed it is his lowest uh stat except for special attack but who cares about that anyway so it's pretty slow for a pokemon and it's gonna roll into people and if you remember i said earlier that his icy spikes on the back cause severe frostbite that's from the pokedex and his cannon so if he rolls at you and you get stabbed by an ice spike you got frostbite now and from someone who's had frostbite once, it's really terrible, and I don't want anybody else to get it, but I'll give it to Pokemon. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Wow. Took a turn. Okay. Right. Wow. Who's next in line? Andrew. That'd be me. What is your signature move? I think the boring answer is Gudra's signature move is very fitting. It's called Muddy Water, and it's basically just surf with dirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I want to take this a little a step further. So uh, in Sun and Moon introduced the idea of Z moves. So... It's basically you give your Pokemon like a little crystal and they get like a new special move. Um, so that's like their like their finisher or whatever, like their smash ball. So I'm going to teach Gudra the move. Let's snuggle forever. I want out immediately. I, yep. Podcast canceled. <laughs> it's called Show Let's sorry, Snuggle Forever. Sorry, listeners. It is a I'm damage. Sorry, Tom. It's a damage dealing Z move. And uh, it's originally owned by Mimikyu, which is that like weird, like Pikachu looking bag of dirt. You know what I'm talking about? He's in Smash. He's that in sounds Smash. like He's an in insult that a drunken nerd yells at someone. <laughs> <laughs> you weird looking Pikachu bag of dirt. He's a big Pikachu bag of dirt. I don't know. Whatever. He looks like uh, like 
like a like a bag a trash bag of leaves with a Pikachu head. Tell us more about anyway. Let's snuggle uh, let's, forever. Let's snuggle forever, <laughs> or the Japanese translation, bit bop friend time. <laughs> it, I I like I assume that it's something along the lines of Gudra just just snuggling that that other Pokemon real real tight, and uh, that Pokemon uh, drowns and dies. Um, Andrew was was bit bop friend time the name of your your <laughs> wannabe techno band between you and two other people with keyboards. No, it was my YouTube channel where I reviewed Naruto and episodes of My Hero Academia. <laughs> Next. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Bit Bop Friend Time. Andrew runs out of the screen, runs back in the screen. It's where I, it's where I pulled out my VHS bootlegs of Cowboy Bebop. Which is a very real thing that I had as a kid. Tom, help me Here help me forget everything Andrew just said. We need a good palate cleanser. Help me forget all of that. Um, and all what right. what is your signature move? Well, while we're trying to forget about Andrew's discharges, I'll tell you about <laughs> my signature move: discharge. Uh, it's <laughs> it's a uh, special electric type move that is damage dealing. Uh, it does eighty base damage, hundred percent accuracy. Uh, in double and triple battles, it hits multiple targets. It's it's your standard, you know big smack kind of situation it's honestly a lot like muddy water um but you know not as disgusting uh and i think that this would have to be my signature move because i'm trying to teach my elekid slash electivuzz slash electivire uh that it's better to use its powers for good and i think that there can be something really valuable about like discharging your electricity into something else you know into a into a generator or something yeah, exactly. And, over, yeah. and overheating the generator and making it explode and killing all the townspeople. Okay, Hooray. let's not do that. <laughs> oh no, you figured out my secret plan. All right, that rounds out the questions today. Um, everyone, starting with Todd, uh, just give me give me some clo- uh, closing statement. Short, sweet, why you should win today. <laughs> I'm going to save you any Magikarp puns. I'm done with those. Magikarp is who we were, and we all have Magikarp inside of us. Hashtag XXGyaradosGym. Hashtag glow up. <laughs> Hashtag we all wore Hawaiian shirts at one point. You're not better than this. <laughs> all right, Matt. Um, imagine Liberty Spikes, but made of ice. How fucking rad is that? Alone in sand slash for the win. Good. Um, Andrew. Uh, dragon types, the best. Snot based dragon, not as good, but still better than Todd's Magikarp. Was that Aiku? It's snowing on. It's snowing on. Damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Got he. Yeah, Uh, Tom. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, I really think that nobody can say it better than Sam Seaborn from The West Wing. Uh, (laughs) Education is the silver bullet. Education is everything. We don't need little changes. We need gigantic, revolutionary changes. Schools should be palaces. Competition for best teachers should be fierce. They should be getting six-figure salaries. Schools should be incredibly expensive for government and absolutely free of charge for citizens, just like national defense. That is my position. I just haven't figured out how to do it yet. And, you know, the way that I, Tom, am doing it is by educating one Pokemon at a time on how to use their powers for good instead oh, of just for battle. Just, just, just I was waiting for that to good. loop back around some, somewhere, and I'm glad it did. Um, All right, so you guys have given me a lot to think about. Um, So I'm gonna I'm gonna plug all this information into our debate this algorithm generator and um, come up with a a winner. Um, So while I'm doing that, everyone say good things about each other. Todd. Yeah. So um, going down the list, Matt, I loved Sandslash in um, the first generation. I thought that was a very very cool Pokemon, and then. Oh, like a year ago, I found out that Alolan Pokemon were a thing. And knowing that Sandslash could possibly be made cooler, um, pun, I think, intended. I'm yeah, going to really say it's intended. intended. It's always um, intended when it's a nice no, that Pokemon was, touch. No, that was super, super good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, Andrew, your choice made me uncomfortable. Um, and I don't, I, it <laughs> yeah. just, it, it was sticky. It was sticky and it had a musk. Similar to your uh-huh. crippling daddy issues, I often <laughs> lean into the to the uncomfortable. Yeah, no, it was it was good. I didn't know that there was a an oozy dragon out there, but um, I feel like it's a child storybook being written uh, as we speak. Yeah, he's he's cute. He's cute. Love yourself because the oozy dragon loves itself. That's right. 
Tom, you, your choices remind me what it feels like to have hope for your society. And I appreciated that. <laughs> um, man, like clean energy, educating the populace. You didn't say anything about uh, Alekid's uh, health care plan, but I assume that's also very good. And so I, I like that. I mean, I enjoyed Electabuzz um, in Generation 1, did not know that Alekid was a thing. Um, so I can definitely think that's super cool. Um, I don't care for baseball. Lost points with me on that. I'm hanging up. <laughs> that, and ironically, that's the most American thing I think we talked about. So, Matt. Yeah. Um, Todd, I, I really appreciate your uh, Magikarp pick. I love Magikarp. I've, I love Magikarp and I love Gyarados and I love the whole original anime arc of James getting a Magikarp. And it's yeah. very good. And doesn't he like the, throw it away? He's like, ah, it's a stupid Pokemon. Then it becomes Gyarados like instantly. Yeah, yep. it's great. I love it. Um, yeah, and and just the Gyarados CrossFit gym is <laughs> the best. Oh god, it's so good. Um, because also in the original anime, my one of my favorite episodes was when they find the random, not real gym where the guy made all of his Pokemon hella buff, and they beat the hell out of. Ash's Pokemon, it's great, and I like it. So controversial episode. Yeah, very. I like it. It's a funny one. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, Andrew Gudra, gross man, just just <laughs> gross. That being said, the picture sure the picture that you painted, very good, very very cool. good. There is a specific kid that I went to high school with who immediately comes to mind through this whole story. Good. Um, and and his. Face and name don't come to mind nearly as much as a smell. That's uh, when I take so, off my hat and I say, it's been me the whole time. <laughs> oh, no! um, yeah, that was very good. And then to echo what Tom's or what Todd said, Tom, boy, howdy, it's strange to have a Canadian on this show. It's, things seem so much better there. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I really liked how you said that the New Testament is just a paid DLC of the Old Testament. I thought that yes. was very good. <laughs> it's a real it doesn't hot have anything here. to do with today's topic, but it, it's good. It's a good hot take. But I, I also like Elekid. I remember when they first announced Elekid, and I was like, that's that's a furry baby with a plug on its head, and that's kind of funny. Um, so yeah, yeah, good for you. I like it. I dig it. Aren't we all just furry babies with plugs on our heads? <laughs> When you really boil it down. <laughs> as much as we are snot dragons, then yes. Um, Andrew. Yeah, I'll go in reverse order, because why not? Uh, Tom, I really like the idea of a socialist Pokemon. That's, <laughs> that's very fun. Um, it's fun. It's whimsical, even. It's, the it's the very... Pokemon universe already has universal health care. Why that's not? True. Why not? You literally power? walk into a Poké Center and be like, my Pokemon are dead. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we got it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that back into Jiffy. Um, no, very, very hot takes. I think it was funny that the three of us went very micro and personal and just reflected who our Pokemon that we want to be or that we think we are. And you were like, how can I make a Pokemon do good in the world? So, <laughs> yeah. And truly, how much does that tell about the difference between Canada and America? <laughs> or at least or at least the problems we the three of yeah. us, the four of us have. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so, Matt, uh. Alolan, San Alolan Sandshrew is so good. I love Alolan Sandshrew very much so. Um, and I didn't. I also didn't want to make you my rival because Alolan Sandshrew is like the perfect way to just fucking bop Gudra because those are two weaknesses against dragons. The only two of the three, only three weaknesses against dragons. Um, but yeah, he, he is such a cool design and I love the idea of like a mountain climbing Alolan Sandshrew is very cool to me, um, especially because I just saw, got done watching the Dawn Wall which is much better than free solo. Anyway, don't it's ask way me. less scary. Way Dragon's less scary. not weak against steel, by the way, but go on. Dragon is weak against steel because yeah, it is. It's super. No, is. It's not. Yeah, Ooh, have this true. argument. I don't I'm, care about the end I'm result, pretty, but have I'm pretty this sure argument. I'm pretty sure you're wrong, but I'll double check. Nerd fight. Nerd fight. Nerd, nerd fight. fight. <laughs> nerd fight. <laughs> Isn't it just fairy ice and fighting? Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, maybe steel's good. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, and it doesn't matter because you're wrong. Is that it? Shut up, Todd. <laughs> That's why. Uh, I was gonna say something nice about Todd, but fuck Todd. He's the worst. Dragon, everyone down I with me. It. Get it, Dragon? Huh? Uh, there it is. Can we kick Todd off the call? All right, Kyle. What's your what's your verdict? Um, Todd, Todd, I guess your thing was fun and entertaining. Um, you picked Magikarp, so you did that. 
<laughs> as as you're one to do, you didn't pick the first or second best option. You went with a, a distant third. So. Oh, distant third. Yeah. No, you 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 did a thing. That was fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, Gudra is normally damaged by steel type attacks. Um, but Tom, God, uh, say say some nice things about the other three chuckleheads in this argument. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to also go in reverse order, nice. mostly just because I want to dunk on Todd at the very yeah. end. <laughs> it's a bump set and dunk a spike. Don't worry. Dunk on Todd. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to say I I really like Gudra. Gudra is like, I think of the dragon Pokemon, the, the Gudra line is one of my favorites. Yeah. So as much as the character that you painted for us was like <laughs> disgusting and I hated it, I wanted to bad. like tell you that like, I'm with you on Gudra. Nice. Gudra is great. I just don't like thinking about him as snot, and I'm upset with you for making me. Uh, <laughs> That's a fair take. Matt, Sandslash. Goddamn, Sandslash Sand is so great. Uh, I I love pangolins. I love the Sandslash design. And uh, as a, you know, nice boy from Montreal where <laughs> curling was practically invented, Alolan Sandshrew <laughs> being literally a curling sl- stone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's close to home for me. <laughs> yep. Um, so, so when I saw that you had picked a lowland sand slash, I was like, yeah, okay. I, I like this. I'm on board with this. Uh, I will say, I think a lowland, uh, nine tails is like slightly more my scene than, than a lowland sand slash in terms of like actual character design. But I love the, the unique typing of steel and ice. Yeah. The, the two, uh, the two that got like type shifted to ice are two of my favorite Alolan forms. For sure. They're, mm-hmm. they're kind they're of so wonderful. Great. Yeah. Todd, um, yeah. <laughs> Look, man, I think we can we can work together here. I don't have a dad. You don't have a dad, or your no. parents are divorced. I don't know. One of those. Oh yeah, it kind of just it changes sure. on the day. Honestly, what is the what is the the E options A through D? That's what we're going for. <laughs> Look, uh, us us guys with shitty family backgrounds have to stick together, and uh, I I just wanted to extend an olive branch and say that while we have been, you know fake feuding here i've really enjoyed our budding friendship over the past few weeks since we first got in touch so i just wanted to say um you know electabuzz would kick gyarados's ass any day (laughs) but i do consider you i do consider you a valuable member of society and i like you a lot as a person times for a weakness multiplier is pretty pretty rough super gnarly (laughs) yeah when i saw things start i don't know all the 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 pieces of of you know what counters what but i'm like i'm pretty sure i'm on the losing end of this (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're not just super you're not just weak against it you're like super weak against electricity because it's like it's water and flying isn't it and those yes, are both sir. weak yeah. to electricity yes sir take that nerds did they ever retype him as dragon or is he still flying today um no and even his mega evolution picks up the dark type not uh dragon type which it's it's canon that it's dragon <laughs> like let's we can we can wink wink nudge yeah. nudge but like i'm gonna go edit the wiki right now todd you're you're drawing you're gonna draw a lot of nerd ire for for your comments today is all i'm saying i just unsubscribe just because of that. Damn, damn it todd we made one friend todd one friend and you ruined it this goes to show comes the territory reject everyone all right so i've fed everything into the debate this computer um we, we punched in the, the debate, this data, and uh, we've reached a decision. We've, I've reached a decision. You guys didn't have anything to do with it. And uh, so we'll, we'll start from who lost and work up to who won. So, uh, Andrew. Ouch. Uh, while, well, <laughs> while I really, I really like uh, Gudra, I, it's also one of my fav- more favorite dragon t- uh, type Pokemon. Uh, the, the image you painted just, really was upsetting and and um i'm sorry but you didn't you didn't win today this is definitely not going to contribute to my abandonment issues that's totally fine. Uh, I, uh, yeah uh, <laughs> I, will, I will leave here a stronger person for it well we'll make sure jess checks on you when we hang up on, on the call uh going from there uh todd um sorry you're not Did you say Tom or Todd? Todd with two. Oh, it's kind of hard to tell. Our names are very <laughs> um, similar. Just make sure. Um, I will will not be will not be uh, coming to your XX Gyarados gym, CrossFit gym. Um, although I do I do like the the glow up blow up uh, Pokemon represented by Magikarp and Gyarados. Uh, we just had some better options today. I, I won't disagree. I'll just. <laughs> I, I want to make clear that I do subscribe to the Instagram feed, but I've never commented or interacted with it. 
It's fair. Just as long as you watch my stories, it's mostly just me flexing in front of the mirror. You know, uh, Gyarados uh, always skips leg day. I'm willing to like your posts, but I will never join your MLM. (laughs) (laughs) Todd, I hope I hope that was a a joke on how Gyarados doesn't have legs. It was. That was the that was the joke. Um, So that brings us down to Tom and Matt. Matt, um, I do like. I, as much as I love Alolan Sandslash, um, ah, Tom is going to be our winner today. Uh, <laughs> be, he had he had the best actual anime tragic backstory. He's mm-hmm. he's using his Pokemon for good and not to work out some deep seated issues he has <laughs> like the rest of you. <laughs> and and he's our guest, so he like started out like five points ahead of you guys anyway. But he didn't need him because because he came to play, and uh, so that makes Tom our winner today. Oh, yay! Good for good yeah. for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't won anything in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Tom needed this guy. I'm so glad to make to make that happen for you then. Um, so thanks everyone for listening to debate this. Uh, follow along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at debate this cast, and check out our website at debatethiscast.com. Um, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review so more people can hear our dumb good show. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, I'm Kyle Harper. I'm I'm Todd the Real Swim Shady Thomas. I'm Matt Punk Rock Ice Cubes Cole. I'm Andrew Hugs Not Slugs Henderson. And I'm Tom Bartlett for America. That's all I'm <laughs> uh, saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think you're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. <laughs> <laughs>